I'm Kyle Rice, awful test taker turned physical therapist and standardized test coach for over 5,000 physical therapists worldwide. It wasn't that long ago that I struggled with anxiety, lack of confidence, and the fear of failing the NPTE. Fast forward through the challenges, the 13 standardized test failures, and many lessons learned, and you'll see the life I have today, a life filled with love, financial freedom, and a dream job that allows me to change lives every single day. I created the NPTE Clinical Files podcast to give you simple, actionable strategies along with a step-by-step walkthrough of NPTE-based questions. All of this so that you can dominate your exam like I did and achieve your dream. So if you're a driven PT student who's looking to pass the NPTE and start creating a life you love, you're in the right place. Enjoy the show. For this week's clinical file, we have Jesse, and Jesse presents with complaints of right lateral knee pain. Upon gait assessment, the patient has significant overpronation on the right. Which of the following examination findings would best explain the observed overpronation? So we have A, forefoot valgus, B, femoral antiversion, C, genuverum, and D is hip flexor weakness. All right, let's go up to the top of this question. This is a bit of a difficult one now. It goes into the musculoskeletal department and then biomechanics. This is an area that can be pretty difficult on the NPTE if we haven't beefed up your biomechanics. So let's take this one nice and slow because we got this, all right? It says, Jesse presents with complaints of right lateral knee pain. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that first sentence. There's not a lot there. I don't want to start assuming or adding things. It just says right lateral knee pain. Got it. Let's keep it moving. Upon gait assessment, the patient has significant overpronation on the right. Stop. I'm looking at this sentence and I'm like, okay, we have some very important words here. Overpronation of the foot. We know that that is rear foot valgus position. If you're unfamiliar with that, definitely go check out your kinesiology textbook. This is a major one that you need to know. So it's more that rear foot valgus position. It's like the heel is pushed out laterally. You'll see this a lot of times with people who have a flat foot, as they call it, or pes planus. Okay, and we know that in that situation, the patient's foot is very flimsy. It puts a lot of stress on the ligaments, plantar fascia, the bones of the foot. And so just to give you an idea here, this patient is presenting to us with significant overpronation. Cool. Let's continue forward. It says, which of the following examination findings would best explain the observed overpronation? So as I'm summing this question up, we got a patient with right lateral knee pain. We also see that they overpronate on the right. And now we're looking for which of the following examination findings. What would I find that would explain the overpronation? All right. So let's go ahead into the answer choices for those of you on the podcast. It says A, forefoot valgus, B, femoral antiversion, C, genuverum, and D is hip flexor weakness. Now don't start getting all in your head, baby. We got this. Let's break it down step by step. A says forefoot valgus. As I'm thinking about this, I have to picture it in my head, write it down even if I need to. Forefoot valgus is when it looks like the big toe is down towards the ground 
and your fifth digit, pinky toe, whatever you want to call it, is actually up in the air. And so that's more of a four-foot valgus position. And what I'll tend to see is if a patient has four-foot valgus, then the rear foot does more of a varus. It tends to go in the opposite direction in order to compensate. Well, is that something I would see with overpronation? The answer is no. Remember what I was telling you before, that if a person is overpronating, the rear foot is in what position? Valgus. This is a writer downer, okay? Rear foot valgus. So for A, I'm going to eliminate that because if a patient presented to you with four foot valgus, it's likely you would see a compensation of the rear foot into a varus position. Let's go ahead, eliminate A for now. Again, if that's a little difficult, definitely check out your Kines textbook. Lavangi is an author of one of the major ones. You can also go Donald Newman as well. All right, let's continue forward. B says femoral antiversion. How many of y'all are familiar with that? Femoral antiversion is where we have an inward twisting of the thigh bone or the femur. And that creates more of a genuvalgum position and even in-toeing. So thinking about that, we oftentimes see it in children. So as we're looking at this femoral antiversion, would that present with overpronation? Well, as I'm thinking about it, let's go back through. Femoral antiversion, inward twisting of the femur, it causes genuvalgum, which I know genuvalgum Positioning is going to place a lot of pressure on the lateral side of the knee. That could create lateral knee pain. But I also know that genuvalgum causes overpronation. So right now, I'm really liking femoral antiversion. I'm going to hold on to it for now. Hold up. Don't get crazy. Let's look at the remaining answer choices. C says genuverum, which I know is like a bow-legged position. And in this situation, the rear foot is going to be opposite of overpronation. If anything, it's going to be in a rear foot varus position and so I do not like genuverum. I'm going to go ahead and eliminate that answer. Let's take a look at D. D says hip flexor weakness. Would hip flexor weakness be a reason or the best explanation for overpronation? As I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I can't really draw that association there. I don't see why hip flexor weakness would really be a major reason why we'd see overpronation. That just doesn't make sense to me. And so what I'm going to do is eliminate D, leaving me with my final answer of B as in boy, femoral antiversion. Congratulations to those of you who got this one correct. I would put this at the top levels of difficulty, really, when it comes down to musculoskeletal examination and really being able to use your biomechanics, all right? And so if you did get this type of question on the MPTE, although tough, you can solve for it by making sure that you really understand your biomechanics well. Quick review here is that as we were going through, we had a patient who was overpronating the foot. What you need to remember about overpronation is that it is associated with a condition called pes planus, and that is where the rear foot is in a valgus position. That's what you need to remember. Now, remember, as we were going through our answer choices, we were looking for 
which answer choice would cause overpronation? Well, I can tell you right now, forefoot valgus would cause rear foot varus, not valgus. All right. And so therefore we can eliminate A. That's not a reason for overpronation. B, femoral antiversion. Well, that sets a patient up for genuvalgum, which then causes that overpronated foot. I like that as the answer, and that's the reason why it's correct here. However, if we look at C, which was genuvarum, no, because genuvarum is going to cause rear foot varus, not valgus, and therefore C would be out. Let's take a look at D, D, hip flexor weakness. I was telling you, I don't see why that would be a reason for overpronation, or most of all, I don't see why it's the best for overpronation. And therefore, if I saw this on the MPTE, I'm going with B all day long for moral antiversion. Congratulations again for those of you who learned something today. Listen, I have a quick story about this name, Jesse. There's a reason why I use Jesse today. You know, Jesse was actually a student of mine, and I don't know how many of you deal with being around an environment where the people make you feel less than. But Jesse went through PT school, actually one of the top PT schools in the United States, and was one of the students that wasn't performing as well as some of the others in class. Well, a lot of the faculty members would say things to Jesse about how Jesse just wasn't a good test taker and how this stuff is difficult for Jesse and that may hurt Jesse as she gets to the NPTE. You know, just little things that really chip away at somebody's overall level of confidence and self-worth. So Jesse really fell into this mindset of, I'm not good enough. I'm taking somebody's spot in this program. I shouldn't be here. Those were the types of thoughts that were going through her mind. Well, here's the thing. She thought that she would be able to prove everybody wrong with the MPTE, but she ended up failing not just one time on the MPTE, not just twice, but three times. And this sent Jesse into this mindset that I may never actually make it to being a physical therapist. Well, that was until she changed her circle. She decided, you know, I'm going to put myself around people who are going to empower me, people who believe that I can actually do this thing and get this done. Well, in less than three months, she was able to turn it all around and pass the NPTE with over a 700. The crazy thing is that she was invited back to the school to give information on how she was able to achieve it. Really crazy. My point here is that the right tree will never grow in the wrong environment. You may be surrounded right now with whether it's faculty members, whether it's mom and dad who are speaking these words to you. And although they have good intentions, a lot of the times it's still dragging you down, making you feel like you're incapable of really getting to the goal. So here's the thing. If you're in that same situation and you resonate with this story, I want you to know that you are capable and that if you want to succeed, it starts with you changing the people around you, changing your environment. 
If you resonate with this today and you're looking for empowerment, you're looking to take yourself to the next level past the MPTE and finally get the life that you're dreaming of, I invite you over to my free private Facebook group where I've built a community of people to empower you. How can you get there? Go to www.mptegroup.com. Again, that's www.mptegroup.com. I'm ready for you, waiting for you, and can't wait to see you in there. Hi, this is Kyle, and thanks for downloading the podcast. I always enjoy spending this time with you, and I hope that you leave today feeling motivated and with a better understanding. Make sure to subscribe to get new mock NPTE questions each week. I deeply appreciate your support. It helps keep this mission going. And as I always say, keep learning, stay committed. I'll see you next time.